Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerrero. Welcome in April 21st. I'm your host, Wesley, joined by co-host Jeff. Yes, sir. Back in the house. We back. And missing Weddle this week. We can't ever get it together, dude. Nah. Not all three. I don't know why we're missing out. I mean, this is going to be the, the halfway draft palooza here. Extraordinaire. But I don't yeah. know. We'll miss Weddle. The, the draft palooza that we've done no research on. It's all right, dude. It's all... We'll try oh. to record the like the day before the draft or something. It's all spitball, dude. We got this. Spent <laughs> my week in Vegas fucking gambling, you know. Did a straight 40 hours on the table. It was, it was great. <laughs> I didn't lose my ass. It was a great time. Did you end up ahead? No, overall I lost a couple hundred bucks, but I'm talking like overall I lost 200 bucks. I spent way more than that on food. I'd say like Technically, I lost money on my trip, but um, no, it was good. And if the last day, if I would have deleted the last day and just stayed in the hotel room, I'd have been up a good seven, eight hundred bucks, dude. <laughs> like that last. So Vegas got you. Yeah, they got it. I gave some back. That's for sure. So we showed up Monday morning. We have four nights. So we left Friday morning or like Friday noon or so. I was up. I was up. I was up, and and it was up and down. Like I'd be up a couple, give one back, up a. But I was up. Thursday was the last day we were gonna be able to gamble. It's Thursday. God damn, boys, fucking gave a lot back. <laughs> I gave back like eight hundred. Like I was up a little bit, and fuck. What were you on the poker tables, blackjack? What was the big one? So it's poker and blackjack. So I really love playing poker. I normally win when I play. Just sitting down at those one three tables. Sometimes a two five, but the max buy-in is like three hundred. You're playing real people who are drunk and they're idiots, and those are the ones you feast on. And then, so the literally the first three days, what I did is I would win a couple hundred bucks at the poker table, go hang out with Posty on the blackjack table, and give most of my winnings right back to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have the most fun at the roulette tables. But I mean, you don't like. Winning and winning on the roulette tables is so iffy, you know. So I like playing roulette a, a little bit. Like, well, I'm, I think it's fun if you got like all your buddies. And yeah, shit. if there's five of you, you know, at one table, it's a blast. Like, so two different times, I went to the roulette table, gave them a hundred dollars, put a hundred dollars on black, and lost both times. And it was house money both times. But after the second one, I was like, well, guess I'm done doing that. Like, <laughs> and it was funny because the second time I did it, I was being like, I was being a dick. Like I was all like paranoid because there's no one at the table. Right. So I go to the table and I'm like, Hey, I just want a, a black chip. And they're like, okay. And I was like, can you spin it? And then I'll place my bet. And they were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, if I place a bet, I can move it within a certain amount of time. Right. And you know how they would do the wave over the table. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's fine. So I put $100 on like one of the one to three odds or the whatever. Yeah. And they're looking at me like I'm an idiot and they spin it. And as soon as it starts spinning, I fucking move it to black and they start laughing. They're like, this guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> and then it hit red. So but it was fun. It dude. Would I, probably would have been worse if you put it on red and they spun it and you moved it to black. 
Oh yeah, I, I wasn't. I mean, I lost, so it really doesn't. I can't say I'm not that dumb because I lost anyways. But I'm too superstitious to do something like that. <laughs> but we stayed at Caesars, and uh, I didn't spend all my time there. But the poker room's right next to the sports book, yeah. so that was a cool, good time. Placed a couple bets on there. I was four for four on the live sports bets. Yeah, it's better than the app because you place a two hundred dollar bet, watch the game, you go collect your four hundred dollars. And you don't put it back on the, another game. If you do it on your phone, place two hundred dollar bet, win. You got four hundred dollars. You're like, oh, guess I got to place it on another bet. And then you just keep losing money. Yeah, the yeah Caesar has a good setup, but I think the the best one for the sports book has to be at the Circa now. Oh, the Circa is by far the best sports book, in my opinion. And they have the pool one. Yeah, that that one was awesome. No, that one. That's a way better sports book than Caesars, but it was just convenient. It was right there. All right. The, uh, about the NFL news, Debo Samuel has asked for a trade, and the 49ers have said they have no interest in trading him. And they ain't lying. I mean, they wouldn't even let Jimmy G go anywhere. And that, I mean, and the guy's agent is A.J. Brown's agent, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Who said the same thing. And, who else? Terry McLaurin. I think he has the same agent, and they're they're just playing this game now, and it's it's annoying. Yeah, but I'm you know I wonder what uh, led to a Debo because the 49ers have openly said if he just wants to come to the table, like we understand how much it's going to cost. Essentially, the 49ers said we know how much it's going to cost, and we're willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. And Debo has asked for a trade. Debo's the one he walked. He's walked away from the any kind of negotiations here i mean he just doesn't want to be in santa clara he doesn't want to be playing with trey lance he knows damn well if he doesn't get paid right now he's gonna have a down year in my opinion with trey lance because he sees the these guys they have more insight than we do they're there they probably know jimmy g isn't gonna be there the entire year well and there was also reports saying debo was upset with his usage and at first I think people were looking like, how could he be upset with his usage? Like, you know, he touches the ball. This means, is it possible he's upset with being like how many running plays he does? You know, I think he did 60 running plays last year and it's possible he's upset with that. Like he doesn't want to be a running back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's hard to gauge. I mean, he talks about it a lot, calling himself a wide back and stuff. So it feels like he kind of gets into that role. But it's hard to tell, especially with with their coach, with the McDaniels leaving. I mean, it's possible he doesn't want to get hit by linebackers all the yeah. time. Like that is true. It, it took a toll on him towards in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, so I mean, it's gonna be interesting how how that shakes up because like somebody could come in draft night and well, they keep talking Jets, 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 Jets. Like the Jets are gonna go in and swoop him, and I don't know, man. Like if you're Debo, that don't look real attractive. Am I? <laughs> I mean. What do you think? Like, Zach Wilson didn't look great. Yeah, because I'm sure he's, in his mind, he's probably thinking, like, yeah, I want to go somewhere like Miami or this uh-huh. and that. And it's like, well, what are they going to do with you? Yeah. Like, you're, you know, you're going to go down to Miami and, you Be know. Be the number two? Yeah. Or they, yeah, you can think all the, any other, yeah, like, I'd love to play in Las Vegas. Oh, with Devontae Adams? I'm sure you would. Like, And the amount of money he is going to get paid the, he can't go somewhere like that. It just can't happen. I mean, where do you see him going? 
I, I like I honestly don't know. I could see the Colts making a trade for him, but the Colts don't even have a first round draft pick. I mean, they got Matt Ryan though, right? Yeah. The, hey, before I forget, Matt Ryan was oh, what was it? Nah, I'm fucking it up. There was something where they traded Matt Ryan for a third round pick, and it's like the twenty eighth pick, and they're like, Yeah, look at it backwards, it's the twenty eight to three score or whatever, <laughs> like Hey, the Colts, like, I heard you guys last week on the podcast, Fire Podcast, by the way. But I uh, heard you guys down on the Colts for not making any moves in, like, that day after yeah, the podcast. Yeah, they got Gilmore. They got Stephon Gilmore, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, I mean, see what he has still in the tank there. I, I mean, mean, I would have loved for the like, yeah, Cardinals I mean, to pick up that guy. The, uh, I think, it, looking at the whole Debo situation, I remember we, when, uh, Christian Kirk signed that big deal with the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. We kind of laughed and we're like, because people are like, oh, that's going to reset the wide receiver market. And we're like, hey, man, like everybody understands the Jaguars got to overpay pay to get a good player. Then you start looking at it and that reset the wide receiver market because all these, all these other dudes came in behind Christian Kirk getting paid 20, 22 million a year. Yeah, and cr- now Christian Kirk, like, if you're on a team that's got one of these wide receivers and they can't afford to keep him, blame it all on Christian Kirk. Because mm-hmm. this dude went over, signed for $18 million a year in Jacksonville, you know, doing nothing in his career. And and then uh, now all these dudes are, you you know, you got to pay, you know, Debo's going to be owed 20-plus million. Man, Debo had a great year, too. And he's, he's very injury-prone. That's why the 49ers are really... Well, trade him then. Yeah, they need, you know, they need to do something. I mean... They're, they've said multiple times that they're going to sign him and they're going to sign Nick Bosa and they know they're going to be big deals. But like you said, it sounds like Debo wants out. Yeah, Debo doesn't want to sign a deal. He he doesn't seem to care that the 49ers are ready to come to the table. The way this offseason was with trades, I expect a couple more on draft night. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, would it surprise you at all if the Packers traded for him? That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Because he would automatically turn into Aaron Rodgers' fucking hella targets. Yeah, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they, you know, if they signed this dude. Mm-hmm. You uh, another one who's up for contracts, Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup is he's playing the political game with it. He's saying he's just he's looking for a fair deal. You know, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't want to be that guy. He said he doesn't care about being the highest paid receiver, but he's looking for a fair deal. Which could mean anything. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be the highest paid receiver and say the say the highest paid guy's twenty four. Well, I'm only asking for twenty three. Yeah. Like, I'm clearly better than these guys, and I'm only asking for twenty two. Yeah, I'm giving you guys a hometown discount of a couple million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario for them, he's somewhere in between Kirk, Christian Kirk's pay and Devontae Adams' pay, and it's a good spot to be regardless. They're probably not. I mean. He seems like that guy that might take a slightly team friendly deal, but it's not gonna be. No, it's, it's not, not gonna be. You're not gonna get. They're not gonna get Cooper Cup for 15 mil a year. No, fuck no. And in his defense, this is this is your one and only chance to get paid. Yeah, you ain't gonna ever get it again. And you've earned it. And you had a hell of a year, and nothing changed. Matt Stafford's still there. The coach is still there. He's getting paid. Now, how about are you? Uh... Are you open to buying Antonio Brown's rap album? 
Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I don't want nothing to do with <laughs> Antonio Brown or anything. And Mayweather is offered like $20 million to a team if they sign him and it doesn't work. What? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, he said he'd pay. He'd, he'd give a team $20 million if they sign Antonio Brown and it doesn't work. Does that mean if they sign him and just cut him, he'll give him twenty million? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I mean, dude's nuts, I, man. Yeah, but I just have a hard time thinking. Like, you can say he's nuts and everything. Like, some team will end up signing him just because. Yeah, I mean, there's talent there. But, it, I mean, I don't think his talent outweighs all the negative that he carries right now. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but some team will end up whether you know. Whether the season, someone gets hurt in preseason or at the beginning of the season, they'll be like, well, hey, man, AB's still sitting there. You've seen that dude on all these different podcasts, man. That that dude's got some serious brain damage. I think Burfick might have ruined this dude's life. <laughs> Burfick, we rewired that dude's head. <laughs> Uday. You, uh, you been watching any NBA playoffs here? Yeah, I've been tracking. Yeah, we've I've been, been tracking. Been been putting some bets in, you know. The Suns, uh, not they haven't swept. I mean, they lost, which is very, very surprising. Booker's hurt. Like the Suns need to step the fuck up. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're playing a team that's 36 and like 46. Get it together. Uh, the Timberwolves didn't do me good. They they got smashed. There. I think that's going to be a pretty good series, though. Yeah, but I mean, like as of right now, it's not. We ain't looking so hot on me being a Timberwolves fan for the playoffs. Golden State looks like they're back. Yeah, my God, Brooklyn Nets falling apart at the seams. I dude couldn't happen to a better team. I've went to bed the last three nights hoping they get swept. I hope Boston sweeps them. And what's up with Kyrie, dude? Flipping everybody off, and like, what's up with him? I don't know. I kind of. I kind of liked his explanation, though. I didn't hear it. What did he say? They interviewed him after the game, and, and uh, I mean, you can take it from two angles, and you think, you know, these guys paid millions of dollars, and that's just one of the things he has to deal with. But Kyrie got out there, and he's like, hey, man, like, you know, you go in, and you're playing in Boston, and people are over there, you know, they're, you know, call if, you know, people can sit there and just, a bitch, a pussy, whatever they can, they're, they're supposed to be able to say whatever you want. And if you respond to them, you're in the wrong. Mm. And, and he's like, I, I was, you know, I was just giving them the energy they gave me. Whatever. He, he had a very intelligent response to it. And I remember when I first watched it, I was like, man, dude, like you can't act like that. And then you hear him talk and you're like, I guess you can't act like that if you want. Like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it's it's out of the ordinary for players. But it, it's kind of nice sometimes, like, when you see him or, uh, is it Trey Young? They embrace that villain. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. That's what I do like about Trey Young. Yeah, like, that when, remember when the, the Hawks beat the Cavs, and he's just, he's going up and down the court just waving mm-hmm. at the fans and stuff. <laughs> waving goodbye to the Cleveland fans. I'm not gonna lie, Kevin Durant is such a villain to me that I really want to see him get. But get he's swept. a villain. Kevin Durant's a villain, not trying to be a villain. He's just a dickhead. Yeah, he's just he's just naturally a dickhead. And he and 
and he doesn't like it when he gets called out on it. Like I remember even when Peyton Manning said something to him at the ESPYs about the, like, oh, they're so good. Kevin Durant's going to sign with them next season <laughs> to win a championship. Peyton would beat his ass, by the way. <laughs> just putting that out there. Just give him good old headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Peyton's a nerdy dude, and he would beat the brakes off of Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant's like a, he's just a tree branch, dude. That's it. Yeah, the, the playing games are real good with the NBA, and then, uh, I mean, I guess sometimes you get into the playoffs, and but even the that first the uh, the first Net Celtics game, the way that came down to the wire, that yeah. was phenomenal. That was wild. And then the the Suns the Suns handled business game one, lost game two. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing the Suns in game one, I thought they were just gonna yeah. I thought they would sweep that series. They were like minus six hundred to sweep. Yeah, that's. And their their odds are going down on the championship. I want I don't I didn't see it before, but Golden State is now the favorite to win the the entire thing. Well, like, Devin Booker got hurt. I know, but I think they were like five or six before the playoffs started because they weren't sure if Curry was coming back. Yeah, and all that. Like they were probably plus seven hundred before the playoffs started. And now they're like plus three hundred. Yeah, should have got on on the bets early there. <laughs> So we're uh, we're baseball guys now. We know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The uh, we know all the players in the AFC and NFC. <laughs> the, hey, dude! I put in a monster bet at, in Vegas on the baseball game, and it hit, and I felt like a fucking gangster. So, uh, show uh, Otani mm-hmm. yesterday throwing a he had a perfect game through. I think it was through the six. May have ended in the sixth inning. Finally got a hit off of him in the sixth inning. Dude was throwing a perfect game through the sixth inning. The ended up like they took him out after the six. He had twelve strikeouts, six innings pitched, two hits, two RBIs. I mean that he's a beast. Dude's ridiculous. I mean, is it safe to say he's the easily the most versatile player in Major League Baseball? No, I mean like no dude, one no one can pitch and hit, dude. No one can do both. And then and then there was the worry that his coach said he'd get 95 pitches. He's in the sixth inning. Going into the sixth inning still has this perfect game. And they're like, you imagine that? Like if they had, he still had a perfect game going and they pulled him like they did the Kershaw like the week before? No. This is ridiculous. No. You, you'd be like, hey, coach, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. I mean, yeah. we're up 5-0. I'm pitching until I get. A hit. And, I mean, Until like, someone hits off me. I guess props to Kershaw for, you know, handling it like a gentleman, not saying too much about it. But, I mean, like, good Lord. Like, I can't imagine being pulled in the seventh inning when you have a perfect game and they're like, no, that was the plan. He only is allowed to do this many pitches. That's ridiculous. It makes no sense. And then when you talk to baseball guys about it, true baseball guys, they're always like, no, I mean, it's a long season. He doesn't want to get hurt. Come on, dude. Nah. There's two more innings because yeah. you all like because you have a ton of chances for perfect games. Yeah. Like what? What is what is the guy gonna run out and charge him in the eighth inning and beat his ass? Like how's he gonna get hurt? <laughs> he threw a couple more pitches on his arm. He's fine. It's, well, they got hurt last year, so they don't want to get hurt this year. Whatever, dude. Yeah, that's what. And it's beginning liked, of the season. But too. I liked your response to it because it was, yeah, and the people defending it were like. Yeah, I mean, they he got hurt last year. They don't want him to get hurt again. And it was, 
I thought baseball was supposed to be a man's sport. <laughs> That's always my response to like every every debate. I mean, the the whole thing is though too. It's the very beginning of the season, so let the guy try and get the perfect game. If he happens to throw out his arm right now, you have a long time to recover. You're the Dodgers. You're still going to be in the playoffs. He's going to have a chance to come back. You'll be fine. It's not that deep. I mean, that's the equivalent of like, you know, you're, you pull, you, you know, you, you pull your quarterback in a game. Well, we only told him he could pass this many times. I mean, unless, unless I really don't understand, like, does the human body after 95 pitches of a baseball, is it like driving a car with no oil or? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so if he had, if he did 96 pitches, his arm would just disconnect from his elbow. It'd just fall off. Yeah, it just falls off on the ground. It's over. Like, <laughs> career's over. Okay, so then I would have pulled him, too. I was wrong. Yeah, I pull mean. Him. Pull him after 95 pitches. Because if he had pitched one pitch over 95, it's over. So, I mean, that's that's just what you got to think about. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you can't be picking up arms. Off, like, you imagine, like, the, imagine the press release of, like, we like look at the video of them picking Kershaw's arm up off the off the mound. Yeah, the the Bat Boy will be fucking traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a lot of baseball games. Hey, I've actually been enjoying it. Like it's it's more fun to watch when you got money on it. But uh, what what do you think about the the nerfies as they call them the no run first inning bets? Have you seen those? No. So the big thing on Twitter for these guys to do they call them nerfies. You can bet baseball games that there's going to be no runs in the first inning or there will be runs in the first inning. So, obviously, if if both teams don't score, you win the bet if you bet none. And if, you know, one of the teams scores one run, you, you win the bet, obviously. So, they're always, like, right at 100, like, either plus 100 or minus 110 or whatever. But that's the big thing. So, like, there was a game the other day. I think it was the Tigers. It's like the base or the basketball bets with the – Three pointers in the first three minutes or what, two minutes. But those ones hit a lot. It's pretty even on when they hit and when they don't. But I saw one the other day. It was the bottom of the first, two outs, bases were loaded, no runs have been scored yet. The batter hits it straight up in the air, like right in front of the home plate. The pitcher and catcher are trying to get it. The guy on third runs to home, obviously, because there's already two outs. So they fucking, they're running under it, and then they, both miss it, and they're all like, and Twitter was blowing up, dude, because all these people had this no runs in the first inning, <laughs> and all this dude had to do was catch this little pop up. That was that was funny. It was funny. Yeah, I mean, it just reminds me of the basketball ones with the well, two, I, two minutes, three three pointers or whatever. Yeah, I I don't like to bet them because it feels like that's. That's the purest form of gambling right there. You're literally just guessing. I mean, you can't do a lot of research. Like, if you if you have two baseball teams, you can do the research on the pitchers, on the hitters, on the location, and you can try and pick a winner. No runs first inning, like, there's no fucking telling, dude. Yeah, like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. I mean, you're just hoping the, the pitchers come out and, you know, they're strong in the first inning. Yeah, they're like, oh, I have Kershaw and Otani. Like, it's not going to happen. And then... Like that happened last week or week before Kershaw got three hit on him in the first inning. So I think yesterday Otani was it was five and a half strikeouts was his over under and he hit that in the first couple innings. Yeah. It, dude was just tearing it up for the 
you know, the limited time that they allowed him in there. He's he's a bad motherfucker. He's a good baseball player. He he's kind of he's bringing the sport back a little bit because it's something different. I, I'm not gonna say the dude's Bo Jackson because they're it's not even close. It's totally different. But Bo Jackson was versatile like that. He wasn't pitching, but dude played two sports. He was an all pro in both sports. Like he probably could have played basketball. Otani, you have you have we ever seen anybody that could that could pitch like that and go out and hit bombs? Babe Ruth. Could he pitch? Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. I, I have no fucking... Who's Babe Ruth? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Baby Ruth? Yeah, the... I still I still have problems watching uh, baseball on TV. Mm. It It's just tough, man. But I, I love going to a game. Like, I went to a... The college doubleheader here in town the other day and had a blast sitting there watching it, but man, watching it on TV just No, it's it's different, man. It's it's a lot more exciting in real life. I, I agree with you. If I have money on the game, it's a little more tolerable at home, but the thing is it's just not it's not fast enough. I mean when they're hitting bombs, it's cool and all that, but there's a lot of downtime. I mean, I know they've talked about pitch clocks and all that. I don't know. Speed it up a little bit. Yeah. It, when you're watching on TV, it just feels like there's, I don't know, it gives me too much time to pick up my phone and like look at, you yeah. know, you you got too much time to look at your phone in between everything going on. I do enjoy it, though. Like, I love all sports. Like, it's, it's still fun. There's something going on. Basketball is in the playoffs. It's wrapping up soon. Hockey's going to be in the playoffs. And then you got baseball, dude. That's it. I mean, you got this little CFL bullshit going on. I've even been watching that. What about so? What do you think about this uh, USFL? Oh yeah, the USFL. I'm sorry. The uh, the guy that gets fired, he gets cut from the team so because dumb. he wanted pizza instead of chicken salad. So stupid. And I watched the video. Yeah, I watched it, and it's just ridiculous. Like the coach, you got to explain it to the fans though. The so the coach sits him down. Tells him, hey, the decision's been made, this and that, and starts going, you know, you disrespected this random fucking food person. And, like, doesn't really. He's like, you violated the rules, no, rule number 36. 46. 46. Rule 46 in the Pittsburgh Mauler's Handbook <laughs> says you can't disrespect anybody. Well, like, how many, like. Like, what are the 45 rules in front of that before you can't disrespect anybody in the clubhouse? And then the guy tries to explain himself, tells him, well, the guy, he had chicken salad. I didn't want chicken salad, and I saw someone pizza, and the guy told, and I asked him if I can get pizza instead, and the guy told me no, and asked me if that'd be a problem, and I said, yeah. And they cut him over that. And then when he explains it to the coach, coach, you know, I appreciate your explanation, but it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Something we had to do, but best for the team. Like, it was dumb, dude. It was really, it, it almost felt like they were just trying to get people to watch that shit. Yeah, man. rule 46. Don't disrespect people for the Pittsburgh Maulers. <laughs> Sounds like your typical Pittsburgh team. I mean, let's be honest. I, I, I haven't seen the guy play or nothing. He's a big boy. Pretty sure the talent pool isn't insane in that eight-man league. I think he'll probably end up on a team. 
it's tough to watch like the USFL when like, I mean, it's tough to watch football when the quarterback plays that bad. It's really bad. But one thing I did want to touch on, um, so they did the dr- their draft for those players or whatever. When I saw the draft order, it's like a fantasy draft. You're doing like if you're doing a snake draft. Yeah, if you're doing a fantasy draft on say Madden, like what's important to you? Do you need a quarterback? Do you need a cornerback? Do you need a wide receiver? Right. So I looked at each team. Every single team did the same thing with their first two picks. Every single one. And this tells you what people think. True football coaches think about positions. Quarterback went one for every team. Every team took a quarterback with their first pick. Can you guess what position they took for their second? I'll give you a hint. It's on the defense. Uh, I'd say defensive tackle. Defensive end. So it was quarterback in the first, and then every single team took a defensive end in the second. So that tells you their mindset is, we got to have a quarterback, and we got to have someone disrupt the quarterback. And it was... It was just weird to me to see that they all did the exact same thing. I thought it was it was a cool little you know, like look into like what people think about different so, positions. I mean, you would think though if it was a snake draft and you picked first and you got your quarterback when you come back around and you have two picks in a row, then you're going defensive end tackle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even thought of that too. Like, I don't know if it was actually a snake or if they all had the same order or what. I assume it was a snake, right? But I just saw, you know, the positions and the players they picked. But you would think that the last team, because I thought about this too, if every team in front of you took a quarterback, you take two wide receivers. Why would you take a quarterback, <laughs> right? Like, he's the last one left. Unless you really thought one of them dudes were like, oh, we'll see which one of these motherfuckers works out. Yeah. Like, let's just take another one. Because yeah. I, I think Paxton Lynch is playing in there, right? I don't know. I just know this. It's the quarterback plays rough. There's some good defenders out there, though. I mean, it might be the quarterbacks making them look good, but I don't remember what game I was watching, but the safety dude was flying around. Balling out. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to... I, I, it'd probably be interesting to see, like, you see how, like, the difference in fantasy and just building a team from scratch. Yeah. Because in fantasy, you're like, I need running back, running back, wide receiver, you know, like, mm-hmm. some form of your core five. And when we talk about building a fantasy team and your core five doesn't even include a quarterback. Yeah. Cause you're like, well, I can get, I can get points out of a quarterback no matter what. Well, it's a little different if, cause if you were, if, if every NFL team, the rosters were scrapped and you're going out and drafting players, the first thing you want, like yeah. you're like, okay, who's got the first pick because they're taking Patrick Mahomes to start mm-hmm. that team or they're taking a Josh Allen to start that team. And Well, I mean, is it safe to say that probably the first 15 out of 20 picks would be quarterbacks? Like, you'd have an Aaron Donald sprinkled in there somewhere. You'd Honest, have, honestly, like, I mean, with 32 teams, I mean, you could see a run on quarterbacks for, like, the first 20. Yeah, because, I mean, this league, you know, Two out of three quarterbacks are pretty good. And then it's a drop-off big time. Yeah. And you don't want to be the team that's the drop-off yeah. big time. Team, you, you know? You imagine that in the NFL, like a start-over draft, and it's like you you didn't get one of the first, you know, the top 12 quarterbacks, and you're just like, fuck, dude, we're screwed. You know how fun that would be from a fan aspect for that one season they did it? It would be so fucking fun. Like, you're – they pull your team, and you got, you know – pick number five and 
here we go, boys. And then they draft Tom Brady, and you're, like, happy and pissed at the same time. Like, <laughs> we got two years out of this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, he but, might win us a shit, but. The, uh, did you see T.O. catch a touchdown in fan-controlled football? Oh, we caught one? Yeah. Nah, I didn't. 50-year-old T.O. He's in great shape, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Testosterone is a motherfucker, I'll tell you that. Because, <laughs> I mean, you 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 can't tell me. And he's a freak regardless, but, I mean, you can't tell me these guys are in their 50s without anything like that. But I did see clips of him on the sideline, like, telling the, the quarterback, like, oh, I'm going to cut over here, and then I'm going to do He's, like, waving his arms and all this shit. I'm like, man, this dude's, this quarterback was already freaking out. Like, I'm going to throw this dude one bad pass. He's going to beat my ass. <laughs> He's going to be all over he's gonna, TV. He's going to throw me under the bus in yeah. the press conference. I can't wait till T.O. gets mad and, like, during one of his stupid press conferences, he talks about, like, man, even Donovan McNabb threw better than this dude. <laughs> Just throwing shots at old-time guys. It'd be great. Yeah, the uh, – are the did the NHL playoffs start? I don't think they've started yet. I think we're at the last couple games. We know a lot about hockey. Yeah, we don't know a lot about hockey, but I've actually been I've actually been watching it. It's it's not as bad as it used to be. Well, I I'm not a true hockey fan, so what I'll say is probably going to piss off the true hockey fans. They've they've adapted the same thing all the other leagues have where they're just trying to get more points. And I don't know how they've done it. Worse goalies, smaller goalies, bigger nets, I don't know. But I tend to watch it more when they're scoring a bunch of goals, which they are. Like every game, it's five to four, six yeah. to five, and it's six, and it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, six to five, and there's a couple fights. Yeah, the the fighting is cool. Wish we could do that at work. Sometimes at the podcast, we mean well we're fighting, but you know, hey, when I was in Vegas, dude, I really wanted to go to a Golden Knights game, but they were in they're in Canada all week. Oh, you punk ass dudes. Nothing there. Huh? Nah, nothing. Yeah, that would have been fun to watch. Like, yeah, like you go, you you know, you spend all your like you spend more money on beer and hot dogs than you do on the ticket. You get cool seats. You bet on the game, even though you don't know what's going on, and then you just have a good time. Like that's what I wanted to do, but it didn't work out. It's all good though. Yeah, so you know, keep tuning in for the uh, excellent hockey talk that we uh, present here on yeah. the podcast. Because shout out hockey. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're. Did you mention last week the? The fantasy baseball thing? Uh, a little bit. Like, yeah, me and Jeff have joined uh, this fantasy baseball league. Weddows fantasy baseball. Weddows fantasy baseball league. He mentioned the, I don't even know what the name of it is. He didn't have enough friends or something, so yeah, he invited us even though he, we don't know our He's only about. got like six friends mm-hmm. and needed like two more people in the league. But he has those, those six friends that, you know, you call when shit's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So... Me and Jeff joined this fantasy baseball league, and I won't lie, dude. It got past probably pick five, and I had never heard of the players. <laughs> so it'd get to my pick, and and I'd be like, I'll take F. Freeman. You were you were saying it like that? Yeah. That's funny. Like, I'm taking F. Freeman with my pick here. And... I think I've heard of Freddie Freeman like one time. Like, and he's a big time player. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently not on my team. No. Like, so I've never played, obviously. And what I'm learning 
thus far. This is week two. I took G. Cole in the first round. You're so dumb. <laughs> I took R. Johnson, number 98, Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> I took G. Cole in the first round, and I think he's got me negative points this week. So what I was going to say is one thing I've learned so far is apparently pitchers are way more important than everything else. Yeah, because you got it in. So did you see, like, so we're playing on uh, CBS Fantasy, and everyone says that's the best baseball fantasy app, right? So I had to, you know, I had to pin Weto and Manny down to, to explain to me, like, because I'm trying to look at it because I knew, I knew the strategy about you got to look at, see if you're, if pitchers are playing twice that week, right? That's a big deal in fantasy baseball. If you got a two, two start pitcher. Well, then I realized, so they walked me through it and they're like, yeah, you, you got to click on the, uh, you know, you click on the tab and you go to research and you scroll all the way over on research and you go two start pitchers and it lists you all the two start pitchers for the week. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you, and then I'm trying to ask like how free agency works and all this crap. I, I didn't know. Like there's like, if a player hasn't been picked up, there's no free agency. You just go swoop in and grab a guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, I, I know nothing. Yeah. You click, I just know I'm two and oh, you click that research tab swipe. Oh, you're not two and oh, we're in the second week. Yeah, but it's, it's over, dude. I'm two and oh, <laughs> <laughs> My pitchers do they get like 30, 25, 20. It's over, dude. Yeah, but I mean like so you do that research tab, scroll over to two start pitchers and and then the problem I'm having is like you're trying to figure out like like I don't know who to drop cuz I don't know if the player I have is good. Oh yeah, those are guys we feast on in fantasy football. Yeah, cuz I'm like I'm looking at like like I got this G Cole guy. <laughs> So he's supposed dumb. to be good. I took him in the first round. Just drop him, dude. But he's got like zero points. He let fucking the Blue Jays drop like three bombs on him. Just drop him. It's fine. But I like then. Yeah, I was looking at uh all the like. Look at this dude, G Cole. He's my first round pick. Minus minus one and a half through one game pitching. Ooh. That's like drafting. Uh, I did get nineteen points from A Wainwright. You gotta stop saying it like that. That sounds horrible. That's like, <laughs> hey, that's like uh, drafting Najee Harrison. Him giving you negative points. Yeah. Or McCaffrey. Like that. That was your first round pick. Yeah, that's what I equated to. But G Cole's <laughs> got two starts this week. Well, hopefully somebody hits some bombs on him again next in a couple of days. So what I've been doing to garner my baseball knowledge is uh, I've been watching uh, YouTube. There's a YouTube channel called like Baseball Doesn't Exist. And they just have a bunch of like, doc like these like twenty minute documentaries on different players and stuff. So I've been watching that, and nice. that's how I'm going to make my fantasy decisions. Well, I don't know what we would call this this podcast anymore. It's evolved from fantasy football to a lot of sports betting to sports to whatever the fuck we want, which is awesome. Yeah, but if if this is going to get into you know heavy sports talk like it has been like. You're gonna you're gonna have to do some research, dude. Yeah, get well, on your shit. We need to talk about soccer. And border tennis. baseball twelve. That's that's what our league's called. Does that mean this is the the twelfth year he's done it? I don't know. Huh. 
Because, like, if it, you know, if it was, like, Weddo's favorite number, it'd be, like, Border Baseball 23. All I know is uh, Weddo's big baseball guy, Manny's big baseball guy. You guys are, like, 0-1, 0-2. Yeah, but I, I know how to do research for two-start pitchers now. Yeah, there you go. So, But it's fucked up. They tried to hide that from you the whole time. No, they showed me how to do it. But I guess there's guys in this league that, don't look at the two-start pitchers at all, and they're terrible, they said. Have I mentioned on the podcast that uh, I got Ropa doped into a, a softball league? No. So, for the listeners, I I played a couple years of baseball when I was little, dude, like eight years old. I played a couple years. I made the all-star team in sixth grade. Hell yeah. So, I haven't played baseball, dude. Like, I get it. I'm super athletic. It don't matter. I play whatever. Like, give me a tennis racket, I'll, I'll play, whatever. So, moral of my story is, I got Ropa doped into a, uh, on a softball team, just uh, for fun, you know, hanging out. On Mondays, we, we go, we go play another team, whatever. I, I've never played softball, dude. I played baseball when I was little. I'm expecting to show up and be by far the worst person there. My God, if anybody on my team is listening, we suck. Like, <laughs> this team is so ass, dude. Like, I thought 100%. So, we, so I played, we had a doubleheader the first time. So, two games are I you, played with them. Are you better than Spaghetti Arms? No, he's really good, dude. Postuma's good. <laughs> Shout out Post. He's, a, he's, he's really good at baseball. So, he's by far the best player on, the, on our team. Our team is very suspect, dude. I'll, I'll just say that lightly. We are very suspect. Like, it feels like we're playing on a co-ed team, but it's all dudes, if that says anything. <laughs> so You got John Minaj. So we played, you know, the, the, the first day we played a double hair. So I played two games with them. Went to Vegas. That was the third game, so we missed that one. And then the other night we played the fourth game. They they have standings and shit. And going into our, our last game on Monday, we were 0-3. And, and when I say 0-3, I'm talking like 2016 Lions 0-3, dude, like. It ain't looking good. And somehow we won. Like, this team must be even worse than us. But anyway, it's fun. It's a good time. Like, we're hit, we're hitting the ball around, whatever. But, like, I'm literally watching these dudes in the outfield. Like, I'm standing because they know I've never played, right? So, they're like, hey, have you ever played baseball? Like, like what did you play in high school? I'm like, yeah, I didn't play, dude. And they're like, all right, like, go stand out there in right field. Right or, field. Whichever one, like, they don't hit the ball yeah, to. the right? worst fielder is the right fielder. Everybody knows it. Yeah, so I'm standing there at, in the spot that nobody gets hit the ball, right? And I'm watching them fucking hit bombs in the left field, and these dudes, like, will run right up under it. Boom, drop the ball. Run right up under it, miss the ball. And I'm like, hey, man, like, I mean, I ain't no baseball player, but I think I can catch some ball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's like, it's, it's, it's tough to watch, dude, because I'm super competitive. I'm not, I'm not going out there and hitting bombs every time I go up there, but I'm getting on base most of the time, you know? And I want to win, dude. So I'm going up there, and, like, you know, something will happen, and we'll, like, it'll be a close game, and then we, they've got a couple runners on. We need one out, and then it goes over someone's head, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm, I'm going to freak out. Do you guys at least get to down some beers in the dugout? Um, <clears throat> No, not even that, because... They, they all take it serious? Uh, No, so what they did was... The one guy that like runs the whole league, they invited on the team. So like, 
he's he's like all about the rules and shit. Can't drink beer, can't spit chew on the ground. So is this like one of those things like where like the first game or two you're into it and then like by week three or four you're trying to find a reason like you can't make it? I'm not gonna lie, dude. The first inning of the first game I wanted to quit. <laughs> like so I'm standing in uh you know, the shitty shitty part of fucking so right got, field. <laughs> you got this party pooper on your team that runs the league. Kinda, yeah. So so I'm standing in right field or whatever, and the very first inning, dude, they scored like twelve runs on us in the first inning. And I was looking around and I was like, I was seeing how athletic our team looked. And I was like, nah, dude, I think I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> And then, like, I go out and, like, I'm having fun doing him, hitting the ball and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll stick around. Like, the game ended up being close, but my God, that first inning, it, uh, it put the picture out there for the rest of the year. That's, that's <laughs> for damn sure, dude. We got some, we got some super athletes on the team. Cool guys, though, dude. Yeah. Like, if you're listening, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. You're, you guys are cool, but, uh, I normally surround myself with more athletic people, if that tells you anything. You got a, you got John Minaj on your team, big U of A guy. John Minaj, yeah, shout out. He he hits dingers, dude. He, he can hit the ball. Fact or fiction? Says he could dunk in high school. Um, I believe him, dude. If he says it, because I I saw pictures of him, dude. He didn't. He was he was thin, dude. I don't, have you seen pictures of him? No. Nah, he was he was very thin in high school. He probably could. And his son, his son's on the team, and uh. He's he's like you know six foot buck eighty like, and that's what he looked like in pictures. So yeah, I, I believe him. I mean, if if you said he looked like he does now, no, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I mean, you you know the war stories though. People do tell tell stories. Like, dude's a big U of A guy. Rivals coach. Yeah, he does. Rivals coach in the U of A. <clears throat> I'll never forget. This was like two years ago. I didn't know he was a big U of A guy like that. I knew coach was. So coach is talking to him about U of A coming up to the next season, like players and recruits and all this. This dude was rounding off high school players' names like nothing. Yeah, we picked up this dude. He's a freshman. He's going to be this and that. that. I'm like, damn, John. That's crazy. That was his shit. And they're saying the ASU U of A baseball game this week. They're all wanting to go up there on Friday. I think I'm out, but. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd go fit in. I, I like going to games, but mm-hmm. I mean, they had to. Those guys are always on lockdown, though. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I gotta have. I gotta have it written out. Like, are we actually gonna like do shit or like? You have to have a contract. Yeah, <laughs> you have to set up the contract before you go. What'd you What'd you think about this? Uh, Mike Tyson punching someone on an airplane. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Apparently, I'm missing all the news. Apparently teed off on somebody on an airplane. Good. He probably deserved it. <laughs> was there a backstory or just... I don't know. I haven't even... Like, I just saw the... Pretty much saw the headlines from it. And, like, yeah, I get... Mike Tyson just repeatedly punching a dude on an airplane. Oh, shit. Dude, that's gotta be scary. I don't care how old Mike Tyson is. You saw those videos of him? Like, a when he fought um Roy Jones... Roy Jones Jr., like, like what, a couple months ago when he was training? That dude is still scary. Yeah. 
I don't care how old he is. I would not want to get hit by him. Saw him like the hook into a bag training, and I'm like, oh no. One of my buddies, um, he's in his, he's probably he's probably sixty now. He was in his mid fifties, and he was a he was a boxer. He was like um, I don't know. He wasn't he wasn't in the majors, dude. He wasn't like professional, but he was he was fighting, you know, pretty big guys. And he's he's an old man, and he's always running around like shadow boxing, right? And I watched this guy one time, this young guy in his twenties, trying to talk shit to him, like just messing with him because he knew him, you know. And he's like, "Hey, old man, I'll beat your ass, old man. I'll, I'll beat your ass, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Come over here, boy." And he he goes over and he gives him one right hook, dude, to his side, like right, like a liver shot, dude. Boom. And this guy is probably 6'3", 240. He's like, nah, fuck this, dude. And he, he, like, limps off. And I'm like, oh, my. Like, this dude's in his 50s, and he still hits like that. Like, And he'll come up to you and just just messing with you, just tapping you, just just tapping you. Hey, what's up, man? Just fucking with you. Like, hey, dude, that hurts. Like, <laughs> like, you don't know your own strength, old man. Like, you like when these dudes have the form, they, they just have it, man, like. It don't go away. And Mike Tyson, a bad dude. Probably turn that, turn that guy up. The, uh, <clears throat> so we got the big boxing coming up this weekend. Tyson Fury, Dylan White. Tyson Fury's a <laughs> minus 550 favorite. The, uh, I haven't seen any boost yet on this, but that is, that is one of those bets. I would be comfortable betting a large amount of money, even on a minus five fifty, just to win a little bit, because he's gonna win. Like I'm, I'm never that guy that's like, yeah, let's bet this minus five hundred bet. But <laughs> Fury ain't losing, dude. I laughed about last week's. We we're talking about Tyson Fury, Dylan White. <laughs> what do I, he's like, did you know he's a gypsy? <laughs> like, yeah, the gypsy king. Yeah, the gypsy king. <laughs> like it's in his name. Yeah, classic. But it might be his last fight, so I'd kind of like to watch. I'd kind of like to see this one. I would, I would really like like if it's not his last fight. If he fights in Vegas again, I'll dr- I'll drop a couple of these to go watch, dude. Because we're not gonna see anybody like him. Nah, he's entertaining, man. Yeah. Like that, I've seen I've seen like these interviews he's done, the pressers, and the dude's a blast, man. He sounds mm-hmm. like a. This dude sounds like he'd be fun as hell to hang out with. Oh, yeah. that That's one guy that you could legitimately say, I would have a beer with him and have a good time. Yeah. You know it. You know 100% you'd have a good time. He's laughing, making fun of everybody. He he loves to drink, dude. He was it, I think it was you that said on last week's, like, he said if, when he, they're like, what are you going to do when you're tired? I'll drink a lot. He said, I he's been on, now he's been on McAfee's uh, podcast a couple times. And both times he's mentioned, as soon as he's retired, he ain't gonna do nothing but drink and beat his meat. That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> he's and this dude. He he says Tyson Fury says he masturbates seven times a day. Ah, damn. They and he he'll he says all the way through his camp and everything. Damn, Wes, if that's all it takes to be a champion, dude, you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. You're right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But that, that's I, wild. But I, la- you- I laughed about like, what are your plans for retirement? Get fucking wasted and beat my meat. Jeez. Man, like that dude must have a lot of downtime in his day. <laughs> that's a that's a lot of work to do, man. Like, like some people eat six meals a day. The dude's like, he's got his alarm set. Well, I'm gonna go fucking take care of it. <laughs> Got to meet the seven day at seven time a day quota. That's crazy. So I mean that that must at least at least for him that must debunk the whole you know don't have sex before you know fights or don't have sex before a big game and all that like because yeah. some people live by that. I mean him and Ronda Rousey apparently got to just get but their get rocks that, off. Yeah, you get that testosterone pumping. If you yeah, but you're built up if you don't. Like, dude, try to go. T- Two, three days a week, like, you're going to murder somebody, dude. <laughs> like, like, if I was a professional fighter, that would be my route. I'd be doing the opposite of him. I'd be like, hey, leave me alone for a week, dude. If, if you could stay celibate for a week, like, you might murder a kid that comes in front of you in the ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, ah, like, I'm going to, ah. I don't know, man. It's worked for him. Yeah, it works for him. One of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Like, yeah, Undefeated, right? One draw, right? Yeah, but, I mean, he beat him, you know, the other two fights. Mm-hmm. And you and you could have debated that he won that fight, too. The uh, the only the only odds boost to talk about here on FanDuel, you got the super boost for tonight, 7 p.m. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, to each make two threes and the Warriors to win. Yo, like that'll that'll probably happen, but it's plus one seventy five. But it's those nice little, dude, those are so rigged when they add so many elements, dude. Nice they, little boost. They add so I many. I got worried elements. about the one the other night with the Suns. One so backstory. Uh it's been between this podcast and last. The go to Wedos for Manny's for Easter. Big Easter, big Easter splash in Manny's house. They, they go down. Shout out Manny D five. Yeah, Manny's wife made the uh, tres leches cake, mm. and you know couldn't help myself. Best best cake you'll ever eat in your life. You said that a few times. Yeah. here. You she killed makes, the keto diet for that. Yeah, she she uh, she made this tres leches cake, and she throws this like fun fetty in it. Best cake I've ever had, man. Damn. It phenomenal. So. Meet my Trace Leches cake. Weddle starts telling me, sure bet. Sure bet coming that night. <laughs> Devin Booker, 25 points, Suns to win. He's like, there, you ain't going to get a more sure bet than this. I'm like, cool. Like, get on, like, you know. Well, threw, what, what was it? Threw down a few uh, white claws, you know. Get on my fan duel. <laughs> put the 50 on it. And, uh, was it plus 100 or what? Yeah, it was just plus 100. So you're looking at the odds. You're looking at yeah, sure, got it. Well, and like it was a sure bet, just like that Arizona one. And <laughs> it's always a sure yeah, bet. Yeah, get on there, and then we're watching the game. There's literally three minutes left in this game, and Devin Booker had 23 points, dude. And I'm like, now I'm sweating it because it, if you don't remember, the Suns were up by like 20 points, and I'm starting to think like, hey, dude, like. There's three minutes left. They're gonna pull Devin Booker, and and I think it was at you know five minutes, four minutes, twenty three points, and 
every time Devin McGoodberg gets the ball, he, you know, he's doing his little Barkley impressions, like throwing it to someone else and whatever. Like, and I'm like, dude, like, hey man, like I spent this money already, dude. Like this, like this is a sure bet. Like this has to hit. And thank God he finally hit another two points on two oh, free he throws. Hit it? Yeah. He gets fouled, goes to the line. And you should have seen me, Manny Weta, watching this. I'm like, this, I've never cheered so hard for a dude at the free throw line. For 50 bucks. Because he needed to hit both of them. Did you give it right back on something else? Not yet. That's the old classic. Oh, not yet. My, hey, that, that's what makes betting fun, though, when you get to sweat it all the way down the last minute. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, and I think it was, it was halfway through the second quarter. He had 12 points. I'm like, shit, this is done. Mm-hmm. This is done. And then, and then he sits on, gets to twenty three and sits on twenty three for almost a full quarter. I got a good, I got a good sweat when I was in Vegas. So I had, I took the under. It was like the total points was like two thirty seven and a half, something like that. And it was Atlanta Hawks and the Pelicans, like their little play, one of their playing games. And I did the research. Everything was saying under on this game, so I took the under. So it's under like the whole time. I don't remember what the exact one was, but let's, let's just say it was 237.5. I took the under. Looks like the under the entire game. And then like five minutes ago, they start fucking splashing everywhere. Like buckets are dropping. <laughs> I'm sitting at the poker table. The TV's right in front of our table. The guy next to me is cool. He's bullshitting, whatever, talking about sports. And I'm like, hey, dude, you good at math? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, Real quick, what's the total on that game? And he, he's like, you know, whatever, like 225. And I, he's like, wow, you got the over-under? I was like, yeah, I got the under. What's it at? 237 and a half. And he's like, oh, you got it. There's only two minutes left. Oh, you got it. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. So we're talking about, so the entire table's now invested. You know, they're rooting for me. Whatever. It's only <laughs> it's only like a $100 bet that I have on this, but I'm watching, you know. So there's two minutes left. They start fucking splashing. There's 35 seconds left. And the, the total is 237. I have under 237 and a half. If there's one more point scored, I lose. There's 35 seconds left. Atlanta has the ball. They're up by like 30. The game's literally over. Atlanta has the ball. They're dribbling it out. Um, The shot clock's only 24 or whatever. So they end up not shooting the ball, just giving it back to the Pelicans. And there's like eight or nine seconds left. And I'm like... Please don't make a fucking basket. <laughs> Please don't fucking make a basket. So, who who's the who's the ball that plays Lamelo for the Pelicans? Is it Lamelo ball or Lonzo ball? Who cares? The one that plays for the Pelicans is a piece of shit. It or, or the Hornets. I'm sorry, the Hornets. The one that plays for the Hornets is a piece of shit. So he gets the ball. There's eight or nine seconds. He's dribbling it up the court, walking, putting it between his legs, like he's running out the clock. The Atlanta Hawks start walking by him like the game is already over. They're down 30. All of a sudden, he sprints to the basket full speed to go up and score this last point like a dickhead. So he goes up last second, and old boy bodies him, dude. Blocks it and bodies him like it was probably a foul. They didn't call a foul. Game over. I covered by one point. And I was everyone at the table's like, Yeah, like you he tried, won. He tried to pull that bush league stuff. And I'm just yelling, dude. I'm like, Mellow Ball's a piece of shit. Like <laughs> he knew the over like 
you're down 30 points. You knew the over-under on that total. Like, you're a dick. Like, old, his dad probably had a bunch of money on the over or something. It, <laughs> and, dude, I'm telling you right now, thank God the rest didn't. I mean, it's 100 bucks, really. Who cares? But if the refs would have would have called a foul on that, I would have been on this podcast screaming collusion, dude. I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a cool little sweat. It was fun. Yeah, the... Uh... I mean that just that's just what makes it fun. Yeah. Like putting a few bets in and sitting there getting to watch it like that, and especially when something comes down. I mean that you know that watching the Devin Booker thing and the whole time you're like, oh, like yeah, why don't you got it, dude? This this is sure money. And then it, that came down to the I thought they were gonna pull Booker at the end. Yeah. Well, it's funny because so when it happened, everyone at the table is like, man, like. How good is Vegas, dude? They put that total on the exact number. They put it on the exact number. And the guy that was bullshitting with me ne- next to me, he had took the uh, the Hornets to cover like the eight and a half, and they lost by 30. And he's like, well, they missed the they missed the real line, like the spread. Like saying like, <laughs> mine wasn't even close, you know. But he was from there. He's been, he was doing the classic. The classic Homer pick there. Yeah. He's like, I knew they were getting blown. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Uh, I mean, some of the basketball games have been pretty fun to watch. I'll probably put a little bit on this booster tonight with uh, Curry and Thompson and Poole. Like a little, like the, the 50? Are you good? Because if you put 50, you'll talk me into it. But if you're going to put like 10, dude, I ain't... No, I'm, I ain't putting 50 on that. Like, But it's going to hit. No, there's too many... There's too many... There is a lot. There's yeah. A lot. There's four parts to a bet to be plus 175. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. And um, on this game... And it's only boosted from 120, plus 125 to plus 175. On this game, 94% of the money is on Golden State to win this game. And, and I think they're only like two and a half or three and a half point favorites. Um, and the line has not moved. So a lot of the so-called experts, which I haven't put any money on this game. I'm just you know, spitting the the truth here. The line hasn't moved, so a lot of the experts that see this is like, hey, man, like, this is the game Denver's going to win. Like, this is the game. There's way too much money on one side. The spread's already closed, and the line has not moved. Like, Denver's probably going to win this game straight up. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, just looking at those weird numbers, you yeah. know, see if it, it really has something to do with it. But um, I just want to put it out there just in case. We'll, we'll see what happens. I ain't putting no money on it, though. So you still haven't started watching Winning Time, right? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not yet. So this is what the- I'm eight seasons behind on um, Game, of, Game Thrones? of Thrones. Yeah, just skip it. I haven't even started. Yeah, trash ass ending to us. Uh, eight years of TV. It's funny. Me, Wes, and Posty had like a fucking hour long conversation on this yesterday on how because what I was telling them I is just don't get how he's saying. It's not that bad. Just watch it. And yep. I can't I can't in good conscience tell someone to watch Game of Thrones with the, how that ended. Yeah, but even in his defense, you've said multiple times, seasons one through six is the best show you've ever seen. Yes. So even knowing that, dude, I I could enjoy the show at least for six seasons and be happy about it. No, that, that that's the <clears throat> problem. You won't be happy about it because you'll watch one through six and think, one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life, if not the best show I've ever watched in my life. 
to have it all ruined, to have it all come crashing in, that it's devastating. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like can't having, be in our 20s forever, Wes. Or 30s, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it, that, I mean, that's like having the, that, that that's like being the undefeated Patriots and losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Does it matter you were undefeated all season when they lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants? But you could look at it like that, or you could look at it like you were Conor McGregor and you became the guy and no, was the champ, you have, and then you happen to lose later. No, you have to look at it. People look, man, that Patriots roster was the best team that ever played football, mm-hmm. and they lost the Super Bowl. Yep. They don't mean shit. That sucks, huh? Yeah, I mean, look like at that's, a, that's the greatest team that, of all time, and they didn't want to. If Super Bowl. you want to invest eighty hours of television to to watch the the greatest TV show of all time to fall flat on its fucking face in the last season, the last two seasons, go for it. Mm. I probably will. I probably but, will at some point. But winning, I, li- I like well, killing and fucking. You know, that's cool. But winning time on HBO. <laughs> but you haven't seen the end. It might be the same shit. I know how it ends. Did you see the? Yeah, but did you see the end? It's not a fake show. Like you know how it ends. They win. They win the title in the first year. Yeah, maybe they'll jack it up. <laughs> maybe they'll ruin it. Old Magic hits the. He hits the hook shot. Because I remember very specifically a couple years ago before Game of Thrones ended, a bunch of you guys saying this is the greatest show ever. Yes, and then. The last season happened, and you guys are like, this is the worst show ever. Because the last two episodes of season six, the Battle of the Bastards and the in the episode that followed that, were that was two of the best episodes in TV that I had ever seen. Well, I'm. Uh, it's funny that I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I'm sure a lot of people laugh at that. But my thing is, I'll wait, dude. Like, I didn't watch... Uh, I liked Breaking Bad. Not everyone's a huge fan, but I didn't watch that until years after it was over. I wait till it's completely done and listen. People say, yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Yeah, I'll watch it. I did the same thing with Game of Thrones. Same thing with Breaking Bad. Like, Because I've watched a few shows where I have to wait like a whole year until the next season comes out and then it's still not done. That shit is annoying. Yeah. I hate it so much. No, it's tough. Like when If you're invested in a show and then yeah. you're like waiting... Like the boys, the boys season three is about to start. Big fan of that show. Mm-hmm. And long wait though. Yeah, I mean, see, I mean, and hopefully, hopefully, season three, you know, picks up where two left off because mm-hmm. that's been a phenomenal. It's show a great watch. show, great show, and that's. I know you've mentioned it on here multiple times. That is one of the only shows I've ever seen that you're hooked from the first five minutes. Yeah, like when that that chick gets ran over and dies yeah you don't you don't have to watch three episodes of the show to build up to get you hooked because that's what you, you got to give a show three four episodes to get you hooked in to get the claws in you which is unacceptable right yeah i gotta watch four hours before but i'm hooked the boys will get you hooked in five minutes mm-hmm. no homo yeah they get you i mean they get, <laughs> the 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 boys the boys get you on that drug quick good then, show good show did you see the previews for season three? Mm-hmm. They the, they start taking the compound V. Oh shit! Yeah. So, All right. Should get pretty interesting. Yeah, like if 
people that listening, if they haven't seen the boys, it is a great show. I mean, like, they'll figure it out. Like, if you listen to us and you want to watch the boys because we're talking about it, great show. Season three is about to start here in May. That's probably the only thing on Amazon Prime worth a fuck before Kirk Herbstreit gets on there. Yeah. With Al Michaels. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit. It's going to be good. Going to be good. The, uh, there's a couple shows on Amazon. I like that, uh, the Jack Ryan series. I don't think I've watched anything on there. Yeah, the the Jack Ryan the uh, Jack Ryan series is pretty good. That's a Tom Clancy character. And then uh I know you you said you hadn't watched the HBO the Batman just came out. Yeah, you're saying it was really good, right? Yeah, good watch. Good watch. The the guy who plays the Riddler acting's phenomenal. And that one's on HBO Max? Yeah. It's like three hours though. HBO's got a lot of good stuff, huh? I need to start getting on HBO. Well, I remember I got I got all excited about the it was during the pandemic, all these movies were gonna come out on HBO, same, you know, instead of theaters. And I'm like, and the list of shows was mm-hmm. the list of movies seemed like pretty badass. But every time one of these movies came out, it sucked. <laughs> like that that shit Mortal Kombat. That thing was terrible. You should have known that was gonna suck. Come but, on, dude. Yeah, but I mean, like, you're, I mean, it's 20, you know, it was 2022. We're expecting, you know, yeah. some cool stuff. I guess it had decent effects, but. Now that COVID's over, can we bring movie theater stuff back? That's way, way more fun. It's already coming back. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's more fun. Always. It's always better. Yeah, because I think the, the Batman did, like, something like over 400 million in theaters. And the, what, that was a month yeah. ago it was released. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, especially, like, now people are finally getting comfortable. What else are you watching right now? Anything? Mm, I just finished... um, Besides, like, Paw Patrol? No, I watch a lot of Paw Patrol. A lot of of other people playing with their kids on YouTube. That's what my kids watch, yeah. So, I just finished Ozarks. I know we've had the whole conversation. You don't like that. Of course, there's going to be another season I got to wait a year for, which is... So annoying. Um, I canceled Netflix. Yeah, I'm I'm canceling it. This is my last run of. It's of trash. Days. Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that, but they upped it a bunch. They're they're too political and with now, everything. And now they're starting to talk about they're going to start releasing shows weekly. I'm I'm out, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's there's too many other things to offer. And I thought about I thought about resubscribing to Netflix. Like I'll I'll resubscribe when there's a show I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's Stranger Things season four. But if that comes out in weekly installments, I'm not subscribing to that bullshit. No, they're doing it on purpose, obviously. Yeah, because they know like I can subscribe for a month, binge watch whatever I want, mm-hmm. be done with it. Well, they probably should have gone on that weekly releases a while ago to get people to. Because you can release 10 episodes and people have to subscribe for three months. But the quality of the stuff they're coming out with has been, has gone down drastically. They say that, they, you know, one of the, ends up being one of the biggest studios in Hollywood with all the stuff they bring in. But, man, they good Lord, it's just trash on there. Yeah, it hasn't been very good. I'm trying to think of, the only thing I've been watching on Hulu is uh, stuff. Still love Archer, dude. <laughs> I literally watched all of them and just reset it. Like, 
I'm telling you, you couldn't watch Archer just when you're laying in bed ready to go to sleep and you will laugh, dude, every day. That shit is great. Yeah, I think Hulu's been one of those ones that's kind of disappointing for me because mm-hmm. it's... There's not a lot. No, I subscribed, uh, I subscribed to, I think, twice to Hulu in... Even the second the second time, it was only one show I watched was that Devs. Mm, I don't, with, I don't it, it has the guy who played Ron Swanson in oh. Parks and Rec, and like he's like a, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, like owner of a tech company, but he's like, it's super fucked up. Mm. But I remember people were saying that, I think that Handmaiden's Tale or whatever is on there, people rave about that one. I tried to watch that was that was awful. They when I first got on Hulu, it was because all the advertisement, all the advertisements for that Solar Opposite, that cartoon, that alien cartoon, and it was it was good. But my problem is, I think everything's gonna be Family Guy, and it's not. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, everything looks funny. The cart, I'm big into the adult cartoon stuff. Like, and nah, it's it was good, but it's not. It's Family Guy. It's Archer. Those two. In- I subscribed to Paramount Plus for a month. I tried that one out because I wanted to watch uh, Halo. That's awful. Yeah, I mean, that sounds awful. Like, that sounds really bad. Well, I mean, I was such a big <laughs> fan of Halo, the video game, for years. So I thought, like, man, like, surely a show that, you know, like, they're finally letting someone do a TV show for their thing. It's going to be good. It It's not good. I'm seeing a trend here, Wes. See Mortal Kombat, Halo. If there's another one that comes out, just don't even watch. It's gonna suck. But even like the like the I don't know. I, I haven't really found the only good thing on Paramount Plus, like I, I watched that new Jackass movie. It's alright. Like How many Jackass is classic for just the wiener slinging, like <laughs> is that the whole movie? Yeah. I mean that's, that's it, so annoying, dude. It's just more jackass. Yeah. The the first one, dude, was so out of this world funny and yeah. no one has seen anything like it. They they just it's like it's like when you just keep doing sequels off movies, like it's not really funny anymore to me. Yeah, I mean like the it's it's tough to beat scenes like that Sting or Claymore mine they did. Which one was that? Where they they all stood in front of that rubber ball oh, Claymore yeah. mine and I mean that Man, that the the new one has a bunch of like it was like they were introducing like uh a new group to take over the the whole jackass thing and I, I wasn't down with that. Yeah, you like, can't you can't replace them dudes. Yeah, I was down with you know I grew up with like Steve O Pontius, Steve O and mm-hmm. Knoxville, you know. Dude Knoxville looking old. He won a WrestleMania match. Yeah. He he got me like one of the worst picks in the fantasy so, football league, but yeah, last week me and Weddo forgot all the to talk about WrestleMania at all. I went over to Weddo's house. You know he likes to put on a nice event for WrestleMania. That's his thing. It's awesome. There was some uh, the Pat McAfee stuff at WrestleMania was incredible. Yeah, I mean I didn't watch WrestleMania, but I saw the clips. I saw the Pat McAfee match. That dude won. Is super athletic still. And I laughed about the. Everyone, I think he had a bunch of guests on his show and everyone keeps coming on there and they're telling him like, yeah, man, like, like 
it was awesome to see you. You looked really athletic out there. And he kind of took offense to it because he was like, yeah, I only spent eight years in the NFL and people are surprised when I'm athletic. <laughs> well, I mean, one, he's a, he was a punter. But I mean, those I guys know are he is athletic. Like, no, he is athletic. But, and you look at him now and he just, you could tell he just sits on there and drinks all day. Like he's, he's not in the best shape of his life, but no, he looked super athletic. I thought his entrance was awesome. He came down with all the cheerleaders. Then he punted the ball. Seven into Nation the crowd. Army playing. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And then the acting job he took on that Stone Cold Stunner with a beer in his mouth was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. It was awesome. Like just the fan service of seeing Stone Cold like one you know one more time. Stone Cold trying to stunner Vince McMahon's old ass. <laughs> He's it, just laughing. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Like. It really had to bring out all the, the old school guys to get people excited for that. Yeah, because, I mean, like, there was, I, I don't know, there were certain matches in there, like, I didn't really care about, but, like, the it's kind of sad, though, in the second night that probably the two best matches of the night were Knoxville and then McAfee's match. That's pathetic. That honestly is pathetic. One, I mean, one, Knoxville's old as shit. And and he's got gray hair and he's goofy and but Pontius is in there party boying <laughs> and stuff. I mean it was it was fun, man. It was it's entertainment. Yeah, it, I mean, it was classic like jackass shit. Uh-huh. The they pulled out a big rat trap and <laughs> had fun. Was it you saying you were really hoping the Pat McAfee crew would have ran down with them? Yeah, I wanted to see like AJ Hawk come in there, dude. Yeah. Like that would have been awesome. Like uh-huh. that would have been cool. Yeah, seeing AJ Hawk get involved. He, he was they probably asked him and he's like, nah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's too cool. <laughs> he's a, he ain't about he ain't about that life. What would have he he would have came out in like the yellow and green like uh hawking animal shoulder pads? <laughs> That'd have been cool. I was cool. I mean the the Pat McAfee thing with Stone Cold was awesome. Their whole interaction and chugging yeah. beers and him laying stunned. on the ground pouring a beer in his mouth. <laughs> That it did cool. make me want to find that American lager. Yeah. That the Stone Cold bro- Broken one? Skull American lager. I haven't oh. seen that nowhere. Well, that was the one that Weddle did his little no, video no, no. with, he, right? He tried the IPA. Oh. The okay, American okay, lager okay. was the new one. That's what they were all drinking out there. And like, he, I ain't going to lie, dude. The IPA sucked. Like, I'm, well, I'm also not a big IPA guy. So, but I mean, I mean, it worked for Weddle on that one video. He yeah. got Liddy, but... <laughs> one beer. <laughs> Two beers. <laughs> uh, classic Weddito. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a good video from Weddle, though. Yeah. That shit was funny. He's just right? sending a video every time he finishes a beer. What was he doing? Like, painting painting something? or? Yeah, he said he was, he was, sanding, he was sanding this furniture to repaint it. And he said he got up the next morning thinking he had finished the whole job and he hadn't done nothing. And he was in the bathtub upside down. <laughs> <laughs> At Wes's house. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's almost a... Uh, did we... Uh, I don't think I'm... Did down the end pocket, we, did we get to talk about the Masters at all? I don't think so. I don't... I remember... Um, the dude that won, like, the last two days, he became, like, a heavy favorite. Yeah. Like, he just started taking over. Co- Coach got some good money on that Yeah, one. he did. Because he, he put money on Scheffler after the first day. And and he got him 
at like plus 550 or something yeah, and, like that. And then Scheffler just kept getting more and more strokes ahead. And, and then like, you know, with two days left, he was like a minus 300 favorite to win it. I was like, damn. It's just, uh, it's weird. Like the, the best coverage for all that's on like ESPN plus man. Like, Oh, you didn't talk about your, uh, your NFL golf match coming up. Oh yeah. Another match. And this one's different. There's no, there's no golf pros in this. You got, I think it's in June again. You played at the win in Las Vegas. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers against Mahomes and Josh Allen. That's pretty cool. Should be like it. If they set it up right, mm-hmm. like I don't know how they're gonna play it. This, you know, how the scoring is gonna go. If it's gonna be twelve holes, eighteen holes, but if they do it right, it should be really fun to watch. Because well, most people want to see it for the banter. Yeah, and and Brady really sells those things because he talks shit the whole time. He's already started it on uh, social media. Did you see that? Oh yeah. Like, he he had like a picture of his kid swinging a golf club and he photoshopped Josh Allen on it and she, Josh Allen's head on it and like taking little boy to school. Yeah. Cause I mean, these guys can joke around all they want, but if you don't think they're going to go in here and take it serious, yeah. like, I mean, without doing any, any research, any knowledge other than seeing Rogers and uh, Brady, Brady play. play, like my money would be on, on them. Yeah. Like Mahomes doesn't, doesn't, Feel like a finesse kind of golfer, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'll hit it far, but I mean it. It should be fun to play it. Like I'm hoping it's something like a match play type thing. Like you know, best ball. Yeah, best ball match play. Like should be fun to watch. Like it's on. I think it's on TNT again, which sucks. Why you don't want to hear Charles Barkley talking to him? No, time? I like seeing Charles Barkley and some of these dudes, but like. Like you have to subscribe to the right service to get TNT. Oh, yeah, your your uh, your Peacock doesn't have the no Fubo don't have TNT, but so then I can't have Fubo for the month, and then I have to go get like YouTube TV that has TNT. Real quit being poor and just real ins and outs here. No, like the, I will never have any kind of like cable or yeah. satellite again. That's going away. That's I pay trash. way too much for cable. That's for sure. And I only watch a couple channels. And who's going to have direct TV after they lose the Sunday ticket? Is that happening this year? I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's it's over for them then. When's uh, Elon Musk getting his internet thing up? It's already up. Can I buy it? It's up in a bunch of places. Like You have to like look it up and see if like your address is available for it. And when can I invest in it? When's it going to be on the stock market? I think that was uh, 2024 there. Yeah, we're saving up, right? Yeah. Cause I'm, you know how they say don't put all your eggs in a bas- in the same basket? Sorry. Internet to the world's a pretty <laughs> big basket. Like, Elon Musk. Yeah. Like, I mean, you may not want to listen to us for our financial insights, but when Starlink goes, uh, when when Starlink hits the Stark mocker, that. Yeah, this is not financial advice, but like I'm. I'm heavy smashing on Starlink. <laughs> all the money may or may not be going on to that I mean, one. It's only internet to all of the world. That's it. Just just that. And it it may or may not be way faster than all this shit. He already yeah. said, like, it's all Wi-Fi. It's all... Yeah, it's already faster than a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, he literally, like, 
move some over fucking Ukraine. Over I, here. And they, they probably don't throttle you when you get to like 50 megabytes of That's data. True. That's the real problem. Yeah. Dickheads. Yeah, Ver- Verizon's got an awesome network. Unfortunately, if you watch 10 minutes of video, they throttle you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for paying for unlimited. <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully, we still have a show next week and don't get sued. You know? <laughs> Fuck you, Verizon. <laughs> Crushing all these companies. It's <laughs> all right. Elon will bail us out, dude. We'll just clip this and send it to him. <laughs> Go Starlink. We, <laughs> we covered all the news. Did what we were supposed to this week. Talk about whatever we want, because that's what we're going to do from here on out. Hell yeah. Can uh, I get a hell yeah, brother? Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Yo, Adrian, we did it. Y'all have a great night. <laughs>